Calling Bob. 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 Bob is a Lake Tahoe. Oh, is he not? No, apparently he's. What is this? What is this? Bob. Bob. Welcome. POV Weekly. I remember the name of the show. It's Ryan. Danielle's here. She can't hear you, but I can hear you. Now, slight problem that we're having right now. Bob appears to be at Lake Tahoe. I know he's not at Lake Tahoe, but his Skype is telling me he's, he's at Lake Tahoe. And Sue's Skype is telling me that the podcast is postponed tonight, but it's not because I'm here. Really? Oh, no. Wait a minute. Bob is now Caden Darkcrest? How many names can one man have on Skype? Is there a rule? We did, but I didn't know he re- can't make fun of him for- Oh, yes, I can, Lois. I didn't- Okay, now I have to- Okay, hold on. Bob, hanging up on Bob. Who's the one with the sexy voice? That's Bob. (laughs) All right, we're calling- Bob, calling Bob, calling Bob. All right. Every time I see that, I think of the scene in Love Actually when she's like, oh, you're going to like her because she is the sexy one. Wait, Sue's here, too. Where is Sue? Sue is here. Oh, chill. Caden Darkcrest is not responding. Sue is here. I'd like to talk about Star Trek tonight. I don't think Sue is here. Bob? Sue is here. Did you really call my phone instead of calling me on Skype? Okay, Bob, you have more Skype accounts then most going? women have shoes. I, I tried have. calling. Okay, there's Bob. There's Bob, and then there's Jesus Bob. And I saw Bob on, so I called Bob, and it was <laughs> ringing. And I'm like, Bob, Bob. And I see Kate and Darkcrest talking in the chat. And then Sue's in the chat. Okay, now is Sue here as herself, or is she here as like Don French or something? I don't Dan- know. Danielle is Danielle is chiming in here. Okay, stop ripping the headset off of me. By the way, they they think you're from New Jersey because, uh, or you're, at least your phone is from New Jersey. Uh-huh. That's funny. My phone well, is from New Jersey. I well, I asked, like, I, I asked, the area because it says area code 551, and I was like, does anyone recognize that, that number? And they're like, New Jersey. And, like, there's, like, three people, like, New Jersey. And I'm like, oh, okay. No Literally. one's from New Jersey. No one, well. I have a friend from New Jersey. Bon Jovi. <laughs> and Governor I, I Chris Christie. That's all that, that, that. Down the list, everyone yeah. I know in New Jersey. So let's clarify. I yes. have two Skype accounts. Uh-huh. One that I am currently speaking to you on. Yes. And then Caden Darkcrest. All right, let me ask you this. That is it. Caden Darkcrest. Did that okay. used to be the, like Jesus Bob standing? That used to be Jesus Bob. All right, well, you did. Okay, let me get I, this straight. <laughs> let me get this straight. You're basically walking down the street with like glasses and a wig on, and your response to me is, you don't recognize me. <laughs> like, that's the problem. Right, you're ridiculous. You know he goes by Caden Darkrest. But no, he was on Skype. No, I call him that. Okay, here's the difference. I call my no, uncle... No, there's a real Caden no, uncle. Skype. I call my Uncle Bob Uncle Bob. It doesn't mean he legally changes his name to Uncle Bob. I, I, I get it. Yes, so I call him Caden Darkrest, but yes. it doesn't mean that he actually... I didn't realize he changed all of his names to Caden Darkrest. So okay, you Luke. find it... All right, never mind. Hold on, Bob is trying to speak. I'm yeah, I, I will clarify. I've been using Caden Darkrest long before I even knew you. Uh, oh. it's, it's It's my... It's my uh, it's the game. It's like basically when I play any sort of game, that's the name I use oh, okay. uh, if I have to come with a character. The reason I decided to name this the my Puvwa account, if you will, Caden uh, Darkcrest, is because apparently having multiple accounts with the name Bob was confusing for Ryan. So I was like, well, he'll <laughs> recognize Caden. So 
I'll have one be Caden and then one be Bob, and he'll know which one should be which. Nope. And no. <laughs> that apparently did not work. No, well. Jet, How'd no. that work, Bob? Not no, all that well. No, this is helpful because before it was Bob and Bob, and I'm like, which one do I call? And I always call the wrong Bob because the thing is, the podcast Ryan, Bob. There's only one Bob. No, I know that. But on Skype, there's two Bobs. And on podcast night, he's always Bob 2. During the rest of the week, he's always Bob 1. So if I want to talk to him during the week, Bob 2 is still in there. But he doesn't come back until Thursdays at 8, 7 Central. Sure. <laughs> 8.30. I don't want to confuse people. Sure. All right. Now, the one thing, because Jen, Jen may pop in tonight. We're not sure. If she does, we have to rework the Star Trek segment because she's incapable of not spoiling people. But the thing is... I feel like I should, like, say something about Sexy Bob without Jen here. Now, can anyone else... You know how, like, in in the movies, mm-hmm. you know, as Jen would say, when, when when the man picks up the woman and they go to a motel room for the evening oh, and yeah. they sometimes yeah. leave a fake name? Yeah. Can you not see... Hello, my name is Caden Darkcrest. I don't oh. know. I just can... Uh, and he'd be no. the fourth one in the book from that particular... Well, the, the funny thing is I didn't come up with the name. Uh, it was a, well, okay, I came up with the Caden, uh, even though I didn't think it was actually pronounced Caden. But the Dark Crest, I think I've told the story on the show before, but the Dark Crest comes from uh, a Star Wars name generator. Like mm-hmm. I was playing, it was, the name came from a Star Wars uh, uh, Galaxies. It was an a, a MMORPG, and it gave me that last name. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. So I went with it. Well, it's, it's like, um, yeah, name. we have a, um, we used to have a news anchor in Boston, and his name was Joe Shortsleeve. And all I can picture is it, it definitely name. came out of a name <laughs> generator because it's like, oh yes, we're from the ancient Shortsleeve clan. Like it, yes. it's it's completely in the last like twenty years that name came. Into mm. All right, lots right. of stuff I think we want to touch on tonight. So much. Don't so not, I, yeah, Bob, go. I will first off two things. One, yes. we have to start the episode. Crap. And yeah, I'm gonna th- let you do that, Bob, because. <laughs> I tried to do it last week. Um, uh, it worked. It was all right. I forgot the name of the podcast. So that's never a good thing. We don't know what the name of the podcast <laughs> is. It's okay. I forget it too. And the second thing is I made a promise to some of the people in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Um, there are several people who have yet to see Star Trek, right. really want to see it, and don't want to be spoiled. Well, so yeah. I if think we're, we, if yeah. we make it, if we have a conversation about it, I say that we like set like a ten minute timer, and then mm-hmm. we have to stop. So that or, way we can go ahead and say, or, "Okay, ten minutes of Star Trek, then you can come back." Or I have an idea. I have an okay. idea. Now, do the people in the chat? Can we get a quick blurb here? No one say the answer, but I want to know if you know the answer. Do the people in the chat know who the villain is in Star Trek Into Darkness? Because if you know who the villain is, I think we can have a conversation that's. The, the, people it's spoiler who, free. Yeah, like people, like we can say that thing in the beginning, and people who've seen it will know what it is. But the people who haven't seen it won't be spoiled. But I, I, I don't know if we can really do that if if you don't know who the villain is, because that's kind of Cat knows who the villain is. That's good. Cat. Welcome back, by the way. Cat is back. Mm-hmm. Yes, Cat has Kat. internet. Woohoo! Cat has the internet back, so we're very interested. Um, Ray does, but she saw the movie, which means Ray has good comprehension skills. So she saw the movie and was able to articulate who the, who the villain was from the movie she just previously has watched. So that's helpful. Uh, we have a no, but I don't plan on watching it. And this person loves spoilers. Well, that's helpful. Okay. If there's really? anyone. Rachel, in- Rachel has no idea, though. Does Rachel want. So Rachel doesn't want to know. 
I don't How know about that. we just have a go away? There's spoilers time. We may have to do that. We may have to do that unless Rachel wants to. I mean, I come on, people. There's a statute of limitations here. But it was yeah, the first week. Oh. Uh, there's oh, Memorial okay. Day. Right. Memorial Day. Is it surprising, Rachel? Who do you think the villain is? No one tell her if she's right. Well, to be fair, yes. The guy in the theater <laughs> the guy was shocked. In the front row when we saw it was apparently shocked. He was now because I, he yelled out no. Now I thought I knew who the <laughs> villain was. was. I thought I knew who the villain was, and I turned out I did know who the villain was, but I didn't have. Yeah, we didn't yeah. have confirmation. All right, so Bob the is going to start. The I went with didn't know who the villain was, so when they announced it, she went, <gasps> All right, It here's... was just really funny That's because, tough. well, I'll wait till we just Why don't we do this? All right, Bob is going to start the show. We'll start the show. And then we're going to um, we're gonna tell you who the villain is, so if you don't want to know, you're going to have to go away for a little bit, yeah. and Sue will tell you she, when to come back. Keys has it figured out it was Voldemort. It was Voldemort. Sorry. It was Voldemort. Yes, yes. crossover. It was weird. Crossed over genres, and he yeah, showed up. Snape he had a nose, though. Yeah, he's not very scary in his own genre, which is kind of funny. He's spreading out. He's a pathetic villain. Who are you kidding? If it's in the first couple minutes, I don't care. The villain of Star Trek. Uh, no, in the first couple minutes, um, the the only villain is really um, Altitude. Is the only real villain in the first couple minutes. <laughs> Rachel, just just say goodbye for ten. Bye, Rachel. <laughs> Let's wait. Are we let's say, right let's introduce yeah. first and oh, okay. let's right. actually start the conversation right, we before we kick okay. poor Rachel off. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Scott doesn't know either. And this is when my dog takes the opportunity to bark her head off. Hold on, we have a backup Bob. Danielle, go. No. No. <laughs> no, we have the real thing. All right, all right, all right, all right. You can edit this out, whoever's the editor. Oh, please, right. I love yeah, we're leaving the dog we're in. Not, Robert is from Spellcast. I called my mom and I said, I can't get the tractors. Turn off. <laughs> I've just finished taking a test on what's your seduction style. I have got to take that test. So we called the tractor guy and we said, okay, what do we do? He said, you have to crash it. My superpower is cuddles. That, that's awesome. <laughs> the Midas touch. Are you the Midas touch too? I am. I have the Midas touch. <laughs> <laughs> I came so close to calling a hooker. I found a really large dead rat. I should have thrown him in the field, but I didn't want the dog to get to him. The fact that she's a real freak in the sheets and wants my youth bedroom set, <laughs> you know what? I am donating it to Goodwill because I feel dirty. But unfortunately, then the maggots come. And I'll catch y'all later. And you continue to have a very sexy voice. Talk to you later. Nice to meet you. Bye. Hi, Anne. You're totally embarrassing me. You said he had a very sexy voice. I did. Did you not think he heard you? <laughs> it was one of those things in passing. He, but he was standing right there. I gotta go. He's I still can. here. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> That's not awkward at all, huh? And welcome back to Point of View Weekly, uh, the morning yet not really morning show here, part of the Pufwa family of podcasts. I am Bob. I'm Ryan choking on coffee. I'm Sue. I'm Danielle. All right, we're going to jump into our Star Trek discussion because we have Wow, just like that. Just like right. spoilers. Spoiler alert. If we're, you don't want to hear, take off your headset and I will write in the chat when we start Sue talking will let about us know. And if you want to, well, if you haven't taken your headset off, I should have said this first. Um, we're we're, we're going to try very hard not to spoil like big things. But some stuff you will slip out, so I use your best judgment. Spoil. I will. Are we spoil. going to warp one here? Warp one here. Make it so. Warp um, number one. Now we've all seen the movie, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Just had to double check that one. Okay. Um, 
who wants to jump us off to, um, with our spoiler-free-ish discussion what? of Star Trek? Well, no, I mean, here's... Well, okay. Yes. My the I went with um, Calvin's coach's wife, who's yep. an old-time Trekker. She's not seen any of the new stuff. She's seen all of the old stuff. Like, she's never seen Next Generation or oh, wow. Space oh, Nine really? or like that. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Next yeah. Gen? Wow. Okay. I know. But I gave her trouble with Tribbles, so uh-huh. maybe I'm going to start her off. Her favorite thing about it was that Chris Pine, right? Uh-huh. That's Kirk, right? Yeah, Captain Kirk. Actually has the wiggle when he sits down in the chair. <laughs> he does. You're right. He does have some of the mannerisms. That's a spoiler. It's not. No, it's not. Um, when I watched it, I really... I enjoyed it. It's an enjoyable movie. I enjoyed watching it. Now I'm an old school Trekker. I've been watching Trek since 1980. I was like six. Whenever the hell I started watching Star Trek. So I've been watching it forever. Um, the thing about Star Trek and about Doctor Who, and if we have time later, we'll talk about Wait, Doctor we're on Star Trek right now. Yeah, but the thing about shows like that, they've been on the air for decades. Yes. And the thing about it is like, it's kind of like Pofwa. Once you get so much mass, you, you can, you kind of have, the ability to like self power. So mm-hmm. Star Trek has been along for so around for so long that Kirk and Spock are icons. Yes. And when you mm-hmm. think of Kirk and Spock, like all you have to do is think of the two of them and, and you just yeah. get this you know, it just brings back fifty years of of, you know, friendships and everything and, and, and you know the, the journey the characters went on and so forth. So it's hard now because it, okay, it's the second Star Trek movie in four years. Mm-hmm. Right. Quinto's awesome. Pine's awesome. Yeah, Zachary Quinto's amazing. They both, and what I like is they both, they, they're not doing impressions of Shatner and Nimoy. They're both no, they're, recreating yeah. the characters yep. with the writers and, and they're doing a good job at it. But the thing is, they're two guys who know each other. They, they met at work, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But you get the set, like the, the first movie ended with, okay, now we're going to have, uh, you know, um, the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. And now this new movie began with pre-five-year mission. Right. It's not mm-hmm. the five-year mission yet. And I feel like all of the strength, or a lot of the strength that you get from the movies is because it's Kirk and Spock, but you're getting that strength because you've watched them on the on TV. But to be years. fair, that's probably deliberate. It, it could be, but that was the thing I was getting when I was watching it I and mean, I was getting wrapped up in J. it. J.J. Abrams isn't dumb. He knows right. that, you know, by and large, you're going to have a large amount of Star Trek fans seeing these movies. Mm-hmm. We know Kirk and Spock. I think what, right. what, what I didn't like in retrospect about this one... In retrospect, watching it, it's very enjoyable. The first movie, I think, was much bolder in saying, okay, we're going to reimagine this series. We're going to reimagine Star Trek. But we're going to make bold choices to make it different. Which we're, they did. We're going to blow up Vulcan. We blew up Vulcan. We're going mm-hmm. you know, to shake this thing up. We're going you know, to make different choices. This one, I feel like, played it safe and played homage to better stories from years ago. Mm. I feel like, and this is the, the part that we're going to spoil, the, the bad guy is Khan. And Khan in the original series, he you know, show, he was, the, the whole thing with the eugenics wars, he shows up, he meets Captain Kirk, there's a fight for control of the Enterprise. And, and he has that great line about, doesn't he say like, I'm going to bury buried alive or something? He's like, buried alive. Yeah, in Star Trek, buried like, alive. Great Absolutely. Line. <laughs> and it, you know, it, it, but, the, but the thing is, you have this entire episode about eugenics wars and Superman and fight for control. And then you 15 years later come back and it's a story about revenge. Right. And it's, it's the story is paced well. And he's a serious villain. Every serious villain Star Trek has ever had that's done well has been 
coming from an emotional point. He either kills Kirk's son, or he is like an old man who just hates the idea of peace. It, it's it's a great character idea. And I feel like this con just didn't have that, because there's no well, backstory. There's no... I'll shut up now and let you guys get I through think, it. But that was I don't know. I, if I can provide a different viewpoint, because in terms of being a Star Trek fan, I'm much more new to it than Ryan is, because I didn't start watching Star Trek until... Ryan got me into it. So I've seen all of Next Generation, all of Deep Space Nine, all of Enterprise, all of Voyager. Yes, all of Voyager. And um, I've seen most of the original series. I have not seen it all. I've seen all the movies except for Nemesis because, frankly, no one needs to see it. Um, <laughs> That's like the only one I've seen. I know. Well, and actually, I've seen like bits and pieces, but not the I whole actually thing. just found but, <clears throat> that I have it. I didn't realize I had it. I have a feeling Ryan maybe mailed it to me. But I feel like, you know, Sorry. so I don't have the extensive history that Ryan has with it. And even, you know, certainly to the extent that people who originally watched it when it was on, um, well, because it was on in the 60s, right? Yeah. I, was I mean, Obviously, I don't have the same length of attachment, but I'm still a Star Trek fan. I still get these characters. That said, I loved it. I, I thought this movie was awesome. It, it kept me entertained. I loved how fast-paced it was. I wanted to watch it again. As soon as it was over, I wanted to go see it again. I mean, I, I loved it. I thought Benedict Cumberbatch was amazing. I found him very believable. Um, yep. now, did you what like- I liked about him is that he was extremely menacing, but yet not overdone. He didn't need to have that bare-chested Ricardo Maltobon look to well, him. Well, you can pull off the worked. chest every like, time Maltobon. He are was you- extremely <laughs> scary, like, but to me. Are you talking like, about him as an actor or the character that was written in the play? I, 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 both. I think as an actor, he pulled it off. I loved the scene when he was in the brig and he got, he was crying. He's like, this is my crew. This is my family. Because that mm-hmm. scene sold it for me. This is why Khan is doing what he's doing. Right. I mean, I, I get that we don't have that backstory anymore because we don't have the episode where Kirk and Khan first met. This is now their first meeting in terms of this universe. But I don't know. The whole thing worked for me. I loved everything about it. I, I don't know. I had no major. I, I, think no the, I think the thing for me is I was surprised how much this movie played service to fans of the original. Because the first movie, they went off in a different direction. And they changed the timeline, and they destroyed Well, Vulcan. they kind of had to do but that. But no, they did a lot of that. This <clears throat> yeah. movie was more, it had, you know, I want to, there's lots of references in this movie that fans of the new stuff will pick up on right away. They don't, they, they keep a lot of the, the other TV series. Mm-hmm. And what that kind of did was it made you compare it more to those other series. And this story just couldn't be as good because you're never going to beat the wrath of Khan and space seed in a one hour movie. And that was just, that was one of the overarching things I got from it. The other thing too, is we, you know, in sixties, Star Trek was iconic. It, it was Kirk, Spock and McCoy. Three great performances, mm-hmm. three well-written characters. It was a, it was, it was like the trio, you know, from Mary Potter. It, it balanced. Each of them had something the other didn't have. You had McCoy mm-hmm. was humanity, and Spock was uh, logic. was was logic and alien, and and Captain Kirk's in the middle. And they just and the characters were written so well, and they were acted so well. You know, I just Carl Urban, he does a great job with what he's written, but McCoy is not written well. He's a cartoon character. In, in these movies, he's walking around doing a, a Bones impression, and that's mm-hmm. lacking. So, 
I mean, that's fair. I, I don't blame Carl Urban for that. I, oh, he I blame the, the direction and the writing. the writing. I think I think they want him apparently to be kind of comic relief, which every movie they needs want, comic relief. They but want, um, it's a shame because he could oh, do more. They want Simon Pegg to be yeah. comic relief. Scotty was yeah. was comic relief, but he was also oh, a serious hilarious. character. That's yeah. They turned Scotty into a comic character. That's fine because he's still different than classic. Scotty. Well, and it also makes it all the more believable when he actually. It's very, it's very serious because right. he has moments where he's yeah. like, no, you cannot ask me to do this. I will not. And you're like, mm-hmm. whoa, I mean, if Scotty's not doing this, like, you know, yeah. um, it makes you appreciate, I, you know. And I'm coming this. from it from not having seen the original series. I mean, I've seen bits and pieces, mm-hmm. but I they scared me. I didn't like watching them. So I didn't watch them. I oh, started the originals? The originals. Because I was young enough. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I've never really gone back. So it's kind of new territory for me. Right. And like you said, I loved it. I felt like it took me 20 minutes after the movie to finally get my breath back. Yeah. I was just But in a good way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was was just a thrill ride the whole way through. It was so much fun to watch. I I loved it. I loved the little nods. There were little nods to the old stuff. There were so many you know, nods. Yep. There's a lot. And yeah. they were so funny. And honestly, like it, it's it's sci-fi, it's fantasy, it's it's all those things, but there was enough moments in it for me also that were purely sentimental, that were very human moments that I mm-hmm. cried. I mean, there were definite moments like between Kirk yeah. and, and and Christopher Pine that really oh, yeah. got me. I won't say what. Between, no, Kirk, really and, between Kirk and Christopher Pine. Pine. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. my God. I just. Uh, Captain um, Pike. Captain Pike. Thank you. Um, yes. That. Admiral Pike. Uh, yeah. Admiral, Admiral, Pike. Admiral Pike. He's like. That I thought were really great. Um, you know what I think? Obviously, about, the Kirk Spock moments were really great. Well, I think I, I, I think I'm putting my finger on the pulse of this. I think the problem I had was the first Star Trek movie was so different, but it was an original movie. This right. movie, they said, okay, we're going to remake something. We're going to mm-hmm. play out. Like, it wasn't original. It was, it was a reimagining of an idea that many consider in this fandom to be perfect. And it, it was, it, 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 you can't redo something that's, it's like trying to redo after the end. You know what I mean? But well, do it better. You're always going to love the original. I don't movie. think so. Because, <laughs> no, because what this did was, all right, we know that these new Star Trek movies are creating basically a different right. timeline slash universe, whatever you want to call it. So mm-hmm. this is just a reimagining of, okay, all the same characters exist, so what would happen when they meet this time? Wasn't I mean, as, I... That, that was right. the thing. It wasn't as interesting this time. But last time, it was a completely different adventure, and I mm-hmm. kind of wish they said, let's do... Let's start an all-out war with the Klingons, or let's do something that didn't well, happen Well, and maybe before. they will. I mean, because yeah, they're yeah. going to make another one. Yeah, it's like, you can't... That's so, the problem I tried to have. They tried to redo the best movie of all time, and it just it, it wasn't as good because the best movie it, it was lacking everything that made that one good because the other one it, it simmered for fifteen years. And okay, I'm calling time on you. Time up. Ten minutes. All right. But there is a question from the chat. Yes. Uh, Ray says that a lot of people are comparing the end of it to. Uh, let's see. I'm curious on people's opinion on the end of this one, apparently mirroring Star Trek II. Okay. Do you have a comment on that? I'm going to try. I, I will say this Bob. very quickly. Yeah, yes, okay, that is the one thing that threw me from this movie. Like it went from being like an excellent movie for me to me thinking this is absolute uh, 
pandering to older yeah. fans and it was just like it took me out of it it was like this is an exact mirror of what happened in a previous movie and that's when it became obvious to me it's like this isn't original at all they're just switching crap around and they kept the same know. there was they kept a lot of the same lines yeah um, like and even even the very iconic you know con but coming from spock <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's what that ruined. I mean, I'm not saying the movie was ruined for me. That's when it went from being like a nine to being like a seven. Really? Well, here, for me. This is the thing. I don't know. I'm not going to spoil I don't want to get into what happens in this one, but let me get into what happens the original time. In the original Star Trek II, it was the Kobayashi can I bring, Wait, wait. Can yeah. I bring people back for this? Yeah, bring them in. We're not going to spoil the ending of um, Star Trek, but let's talk about Star Trek two because it's been 20. Oh God. I was, I was 31 years ago. I think spoiler space is now expired. Yeah. Kirstie Alec mm-hmm. was in it. Richard found yes. out when he watched it. He was unaware. Was. All right. Original Star Trek two. It was the Kobayashi Maru test. It was the no win scenario that every captain has to face off with to be a captain, which we actually thing. saw in the first reboot. Yep. They did in the first yes. reboot. And the thing was captain Kirk reprogrammed it. And the, the storyline in Star Trek 2 is Captain Kirk has never faced death. He's always cheated his way out of it, which isn't true in the original series. He faced it all the time. It was a retcon, but whatever. So Captain Kirk has never faced death. And in start, in the end of the movie, um, Spock, who has also never faced, um, the Kobayashi Maru and never faced death, his logical way of solving it was to sacrifice himself. Mm-hmm. And that was how he did it. And the, the impact on Kirk wasn't that Kirk has to gallantly say, you know, sacrifice himself to save his ship. It's that he has to lose the people around him. And that's what he can't face. And I think that's a really strong message that, you know, in this movie, they made it all about how Kirk. Uh, no spoilers. I'm not spoiling anything. The big problem Kirk had in the, in the Wrath of Khan was the phone kept ringing. <laughs> the big problem that Kirk had in the Wrath of Khan was that he never faced death. He was, he always outran it. In start, in, um, into darkness, the big problem Kirk had was he doesn't like to play by the rules. Right. And I don't see how. Well, that's how they've set up that Kirk. I right. Mean, yeah. I, now the ending of the Wrath of Khan was the Kirk, <clears throat> was Kirk is no longer able to outrun death. He must now face mm-hmm. it. And it was in the context of a, movie about morality. It was about your heroes growing old. Everyone in Star Trek 2 was had walkers because they're no longer the, the young kids on the block and they're facing, you know, mm-hmm. needing glasses, you know what I mean, and retirement yeah. and, and desk jobs and stuff. So it was about not no longer being able to run being able to outrun things and having to face them. And it was about growing older. And it all worked perfectly. In this movie you have Captain Kirk who you know is is the hot shot who who doesn't like to play by the rules. And I don't think the ending and changes they made to the ending echoed that in any way. I think they just tried to do, I think what Bob said, play homage to another movie, and it, I think it kind of fell flat, especially since the old movies and the, and the first one was very bold and they made changes. It was kind of like a hit-the-reset button. Well, I didn't like I don't it think as... it was, though. I, I don't know. It, it Obviously, everyone has their own interpretation of it, but I don't know. I, I'm... I don't know. I'm not yeah. going to go back and analyze it to death. I All I know is as I was watching it is that I really loved it. Right. Yep. I, I don't know. It was, a, it was a solid movie, but I think that it tried to be a little too much like the best of all times. Um, let's – I'm going to shut up now because I, 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 I want to know more about what Bob thought of the movie. And then we're going to get Jen in to say hi and we're going to basically have to tie her up so she doesn't spoil any of the things that we just carefully walked around for half an hour. We didn't really carefully walk around so much, but yeah. We walked around a great deal. 
Well, now we have to yeah, walk well, around. We have kicked everybody back. else. Yeah, people have come back. I told them they could. Okay, we got people back. Um, so. Short of spoiling, and, and, and Ryan alluded to it, there is a part of the movie where I think it took a dive um, in a direction that I didn't necessarily care for personally. I'm not saying it didn't make it a bad. I'm not saying it made it a bad movie or not, but. I would say, I mean, I, I, I'd say, it's, in my opinion, I, I still stick with my seven out of ten. Yeah, it was a fun ride, but it went in a direction that I think was well trodden. Right, and if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what Bob's talking about. If you haven't seen the movie, I'm interested. Let us know what you think. It's the climax of the movie. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to know it when you see it. it. It's it's the big climax, and we're, we're curious what you think of of it and, and how it all went. The other thing which I thought was ridiculously stupid, and, they, and even the producer had to apologize, or the writer, whoever the hell he is, the scene where um, Captain Kirk turns around. And, 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 uh, we're not spoiling anything, right? Because we brought people no, back. Cause our it's in the up. commercial. It's in the commercial. Commercials for it. Why did you haven't watched commercials, well, Ryan? There's an, there's an, commercials, uh, there's Ryan. an underwear scene that's stupid. <laughs> that's all. Right. That's all, I all right, enough about we'll start. Anyway. All right. anyway, now we're going to uh, get Jen in here. Okay, for those of you who are wanting to really avoid spoilers, we can't guarantee uh, Jen won't spoil things for you because she's like a wild beast that you can't control. <laughs> uh, we're going to try really hard. We're going to try really hard. And she's really going to probably kill me when she hears this, but. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't listen it's to okay. the show. I don't, I don't think she knows really how to listen to the podcast. <laughs> wow. That's a good feeling. Right Very guys. sad. All right. Let's get Jen in. Now, Jen is at her grandmother's house in Arkansas where tornadoes can hit any moment. So we don't know how exactly this might go. All right. We're, we're um, calling the big giant head. Um, that'd, be, that'd be Jen. It's ringing. Since when is Jen the big giant head? I, uh, I'm on the third rock from the sun. Ryan, you're the big giant head. I, I have a huge head. A big pumpkin head. Is that anything like a big giant pineapple head, Bob? The only thing I actually really got out of our Star Trek conversation was that Ryan thinks uh, after the end is perfect and that he's an icon. <laughs> and, that, and that I'm a what? <laughs> an icon. Are you serious? So you can leave a message, and I will return your call. Uh, Alright, hang up, hang up, and uh, I'll get back to you soon. Bye. 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 Did it beep? Right, hang up. I didn't hear the... Jen, answer your phone! Alright, we'll try her in a bit. <laughs> no, because no, earlier, the, very early in the conversation about Star Trek, Ryan, you made the comment that, like... Poofwa, things like Star Trek would become so big that they... Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that their characters become icons. Yes. And I was like, so if you are, like, a part of the character character of, uh, of Potterfic Weekly, then thus you think yourself as an icon. Ooh. Well, someone is awfully full of themselves, aren't they? I, I may be. That's oh, by the way, I need... We need help with the chat, too, before we move on to our next segment. Um, as you know, Danielle and I are doing some remodeling, and we've mm-hmm. been staring at each other for the past three hours. The question for the chat, do we gut the tile, or do we just leave it? You don't need to know anything else other than that. Just Hi. chime in with what you think. Yes. Aye, 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 aye. All right. So we, we got no Jen. I threw out... A- a strip search reference, and you didn't take it. I'm very really. Sad. When? Just a minute ago, you were talking about about big heads and icons, and I said something about a giant pineapple. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. 
So you're referencing Maki, right? No. Yeah. Oh, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow is a, an elimination round. I don't is know. it? Yes. I, I'm only on the fourth or fifth elimination, so I'm still pretty way behind. Okay. Right, yeah. Danielle, but I woke up at 5.30 this morning to watch some more of it. Wow. Nice. Okay. That's a good you, show. 5.30 you is like 8.30 me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You can call me when you do that. We can chat about it. Here's the thing. Danielle and I were going to sit down tonight <laughs> and watch Strip Search, but then that's when the tile came and we got to thinking, and then yeah. it was podcast time. Um, we tried to listen to the Will Whedon podcast in the car, but she mm-hmm. has a crappy speaker system, so we actually couldn't hear what the hell Will was talking about. So mm-hmm. we turned it off, oh. and we're going to try that again later. It's a three-day weekend. Yeah, and for you. Well, for me. The, the, well, we have I to guess. help the Rinna's... Mo- Why am I a jackass? Because I have Monday off. <laughs> Do you hear this? <laughs> All right. So I, I have to help the Rinna's move, and I may have to pick out, like, a, like a... Do I have to pick out a dishwasher? We have one. Um, I may have to pick out some type of appliance, but other than that, I... I That's frightening. I, yes, I... I, I suggest you watch it rather than listen to it if you can. Yeah, you said that. So I think we may have to. We may have to do that. Especially, the facial expressions are fun. Yeah, and actually made me like Will Wheaton. Yeah. I, well, Will Wheaton is just. He's funny. Yeah, he's enjoyable. I've been watching some of the tabletops too. I was listening tabletops to. Um, I was listening to autopilot, and it was very unfortunate the way they did it. Okay, I just called Jen. Mm-hmm. Right. She didn't answer because she didn't recognize Puffa's number. <laughs> she, she screened our call. She screened my call. I'm calling her back. <laughs> Rachel oh, wants to know what's cramping your style, Danielle. Oh, tile. The tile's cramping the style. All right, we're calling Jen. Hopefully, she'll answer now. Hi. I left you a voicemail. <laughs> you don't check them. <laughs> well. I was talking. I was trying to get everything done. Sorry. How'd that work out? Oh, brilliantly. <laughs> Welcome back to your little home away from home. I know you've been in the woods for several weeks. Yeah, it's been different. And I and I go back home on Saturday. You must be thrilled. To see I mean. my son for <laughs> the first time. Yay! Has he grown? <laughs> I bet so. Emma has. Emma has grown tons this week is she sitting up by herself now i know i've been a single mom it's horrible i love the picture of emma sleeping because i I don't know how else to put this my cat sleeps the same way it's very cute she said mama for the first time today now i have a question because i i just we had dinner with rena on monday and she's Well, she spent a, here's the thing. She spent a month in Arkansas and she's talking and I'm like, you have an accent now. Like her accent had gone away and now it was. Now, I have no, okay. I, I have no idea what you said. Jen, can you step closer to Texas? You, you broke up. You were leaning a little bit towards Mississippi. I need to lean towards Texas. Can you hear me now? Much better. She does have your sunglasses and she says she she will get them back to you. Or she can just she can because I'm leaving Saturday morning. Is she back already? No, no, she's still here. She's here. 
might have to mail those. We may- Jen, you're never going to see your sunglasses again. Wait, why isn't she bringing them back with you and maybe, like, you'll do lunch? I thought, thought Rena's mother had them. Oh, I think her mom has them, so I just need to, like, yeah, text her and, like, them. meet her mom somewhere tomorrow. You should I don't do-, do that crap. That just reminded me. I may have to go and call Rena. Oh, well, if, if I don't want to hold you up. <laughs> well, how have you good people been? I miss y'all a lot. B- Bob talks about you nonstop. He misses you. Oh, Bob! Yay! To- totally. Man, you have such an accent now. It's not even funny. It's like no, super. Oh, oh yes, you do. Oh, yeah, you do. Are pronounced <laughs> like you, your perceptiveness is like quadrupled. I'm dead serious. Well, no, I'm not kidding. The time Jen went to Arkansas and she left me a voicemail, Ryan, call the back bar. I'm like, no, who the hell was that? Call the back bar. Bar Bar Hall. Oh my goodness. Like, I don't know how, like, I don't know. I think Emma's and they have an accent now just from spending the last month. Well, she said, ma, mm-hmm. ma, so maybe. <laughs> 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 I don't know. She can do so many things now. She waves now. She crawls now. She eats Cheerios now. Well, not Cheerios. Those puff things for t- babies. Anyway, yeah, baby parents puff. know what they are. Yes. And she does patty cake. And she does that roll. I'm talking to them like really well. It's really funny. And I love uh, when she says patty cake. Why? Because she has know. an accent. No, I mean, I love it when you say it because you have an accent. Well, and she plays with her doll. Like, she's got such personality now. I love it. Oh, very cool. <laughs> so, that's cool. so what is the podcast about? Gay all right, podcast. All right. So far, Jen. Now, here's the thing. You know how sometimes you get so... Why don't so... you just do Doctor Who? You want to do... Yeah, Jen, let's do Doctor Who. You want to do Doctor Who? Yay, Doctor Who. All right, quick. Has anyone in the chat room not seen Doctor Who? <laughs> We're going to spoil you. Get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Sue will tell you when to go back. Get out. All right. Now, in the last week, we got the um, season seven finale, The Name of the Doctor. Mm-hmm. And it's leading into the 50th anniversary special. Okay. Oh, is that a spoiler? Can I say that? Yes. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. The- David Tennant returns to Doctor Who for the 50th anniversary. Really? Yes. That's really? cool. He will return. That's now the, awesome. Now, the big thing was... Um, the, for the anniversary special. For the anniversary yeah. special. For the anniversary, he's coming back. Now, the big thing was the um, plot to the last episode of the season leaked. Someone mailed up the DVDs by accident, so a bunch of people had them. So I went into lockdown. I was wearing Bob's wig and sunglasses trying to hide. I have a wig? You have a wig. Bob, Bob. has a wig? Bob has a wig. It's the Caden Dark I Crest it was wig. cheese wig. Lady cheese wig. wig. No, no, they, not no, cheese whiz. No, no, he doesn't have a cheese whiz wig. No. <laughs> just spray some cheese whiz on my head. I think Ryan, Ryan Ryan has gotten so uh that that Pufa engine or the Pufa momentum that you spoke of earlier is just yes. so big now you can't even remember who's done what. Jen, before we get down to the name of the doctor, do you consider yourself an Iquan an Iquan? An Iquan. <laughs> <laughs> Do you consider yourself an icon, and if not, why? An icon of what? Like well, just, not what? <laughs> yeah, like, do you consider Jen to be an icon? Heck no. All right. So I guess it would be I'm wrong for me to. It would be, be wrong for Ryan to consider himself an icon, which it he clearly be. does. It would be. Now, You're Jen, not an icon that needs a bobblehead. <laughs> a bobblehead? <laughs> I can be a bobblehead. All right, now, Jen, the name of the doctor. What did you think? Dun, dun, dun. 
Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great, simply because I know it's leading into bringing David back. Yeah. No. Not really. Okay, Danielle, I wish I could capture Danielle's face right now. <laughs> it's a look of shock and disgust. <laughs> no. Did you no. not like it? No, I loved it, but I I wasn't, like, saying woohoo, David Tennant's coming back. <laughs> we love Matt Smith. I love Matt Smith. Now, okay. Yes. My thought. All right. I think that what I, what I liked the most about the episode was that even though it was a regeneration of the doctor, he doesn't consider it the doctor because he didn't do doctor-like actions. And I thought that was super cool. Now, by that you mean that we meet, because I I can't imagine anyone hasn't seen it who wants to listen to this, but um, the doctor visits his eventual grave, and he, walking into his time stream, is able to interact with previous versions of the doctor. And there's one in there that we don't know. And it's Mr. It's Ollivander, which was weird. Oh, and that just looks familiar. Yeah, yeah that's, that was, that's Ollivander. <laughs> so Ollivander is the doctor. Let me just let that sink in for a mo. For a mo. For a mo. Who are you? I'm Harry from the Paradigm of Uncertainty trilogy. No, I'm not. It's not okay. Paradigm. Yes, it is Paradigm of Uncertainty. All right. The actor's name is not John Hurt, right? That's the character, right? No, no, John. Well, John Hurt is the actor. Right. Oh, I thought that was... Wait a minute, you thought the doctor's name was John Hurd? Well, he doesn't get to be the doctor now, does he? <laughs> wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. You thought in the 50th anniversary season finale of Doctor Who, they reveal the doctor's name, <laughs> and it was John Hurd? Well, that guy, I thought, because listen, I have a reasoning. Okay, because right. every time the doctor pretends to be human, yep. what's his name? <laughs> John Smith. John, and so I thought... You thought the... Do- wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You thought this whole time that the doctor's name was John Hurry, and that was the reveal? <laughs> he wasn't really the doctor. All right, everyone has... All right, I'm really confused. No, Jen, okay. The way the episode ends is the, in the doctor, in the doctor's time stream, you see all past versions of the doctors running around. And there's one that you don't recognize. And you find out that the doctor in his past life has done things very undoctor-like. And one version of himself was yes, so... Was so... Yeah, was so bad... Was so off the rails that he doesn't... This is... They don't even call him the doctor because there's nothing doctor-like about this version. And in that version of the doctor turns around and it's actor John Hurd. A.K.A. Ollivander. It's hurt, isn't it? Hurt. Hurt or it's hurt? Hurt. 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 Like injured. Hurt. Yeah. With John Hurt. Okay. And and so they... I thought that it was John, like another name that's not the doctor who... <laughs> All right. So it, John Hurt will play a lost version of the doctor is what we're led to believe. Or if you want to read it Jen's way, the doctor's missing name, the name that must never be spoken... Our silence will fall is yeah, John Hurt. All the secrecy is around John. <laughs> John Hurt. <laughs> well, no, it's better than John Doe. Well, I'm, I'm loving the chat because the chat has now decided that the reason Ollivander disappeared in Deathly Hallows was because he had to go be the <laughs> yeah, he regenerated. He's into the to regenerate. You know what I actually just thought? 
I'm ta- I, I was saying last week, I'm taping all these old shows, and I'm taping Quantum Leap. You remember the effect when Sam Beckett would, would jump, and he would, like... Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be great if he, like, regenerated as the Doctor in, like, one episode, and that was the moment he... I don't know. I don't know no. Sorry, that's really your thing. All right, so, Jen, other than um, the Doctor's real last name being Hurt, what did you think of the episode? Um, I like... Uh, I think that the River and Doctor scene was probably one of my favorites in Doctor Who ever. I think that has to be her that, last scene. That was the best kiss I've yeah. ever seen. It was such a good kiss. It was. That kiss was great. Loved it. And that's got, that's got to be. I will be shocked if we see River again. Yeah. That was that was oh, the. I the, cried. I cried. I the, love River. That was a great way to. Well, it's hard now because without Amy and Rory, it's kind of hard. But I thought that was a great way to end. Uh, I still have not totally warmed up to Clara yet. I miss Rory. Danielle's in love. And, just giving you that shocked look again. Well, we're apparently never going to agree on any. We don't agree on our <laughs> companions. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, We've agreed to but, disagree. Uh, you know, I like her. I don't dis. Well, faithful th- to me to Doctor Who to me yet, like and you know, like other characters. But you know, it took me a while to like Anakin too, and then I just loved her. So I'll for season. Um, yeah, I mean, I. But yeah. Go ahead. I mean, other than, like, I, I mean, it was a good episode. Like, I didn't quite understand how River could be there or why he could always see her. She was supposed to be in a memory bank. Like, I didn't quite get, um... I think like, she, I get she, she was, like, yeah, she, she, was paper, paper, she was paper clipped onto to Clara's life force is kind of what I got. But why did we never want to see Clara, like, to Chris or David or, like, uh... Well, she wasn't on the like, show yet. Did it recognize her when he saw her each time? Like, even though it was the same her in all of his lives. Like, well, they, I didn't understand. There were some plot points. That I was yeah, like, they, they kind of, they glossed over it. I mean, they, they implied that she was always there and he very rarely noticed her. And I, the, I think the, the thing is, is Matt Smith's doctor, Eleven, he's the one that's noticing her. He's the one that's like, wait a minute, there's something off with this girl. She's the impossible girl. And I think he's the one that gets it. Well, the other, well, yeah. That's a good explanation, but I feel like the doctor is like the most brilliant thing in the universe. You don't think he would notice someone like a billion times over? I don't know. To be that, fair, he that, can that, often miss like, things that are in plain sight. Plain sight. Yeah, and the one thing I thought was actually a missed opportunity was when the time stream was <laughs> resetting. The fact that River, nothing happened to River. Because you would think without the doctor, like River should have vanished. Because if the doctor's yeah. time stream was... Re- because they did everything with Mr. Potato Head and, and everyone else, and they didn't do anything with, with River. Uh, yeah, parts of that I thought was a little too um, reset by the knee with Clara. She just jumps in the time stream, and, and that's that. I thought it could have been a yeah. little deeper. But maybe it will be in the next episode. I mean, she's obviously going to be on... I was, I was both elated and, and slightly disappointed again. But again, I'm finding that to be kind of a motif of its writing. Yeah, but the other thing, too, is this can't be the end of Clara's story because she's coming back, so there's obviously more story to tell, so maybe that will somehow be incorporated into it. There's more to her. There's definitely more to it. Now, Bob doesn't watch Doctor Who. Bob, mm-hmm. Bob is taking, Bob is taking out the trash. And neither does Sue. So, uh, yeah, I think we can kind of leave it there. I think we, we have our genism for the night. Um, the Doctor's real name is John. <laughs> and, and silence will fall. 
um, because we got the doctor's real name. And uh, Matt Smith has cried twice this season. I know. I love I it. It's okay. So, um, is that Emma saying bye? I believe that. Again? I believe that was. <laughs> I think that was Emma saying goodbye. <laughs> I love, Star Trek. We uh, we 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 talked about. It. Now here's the problem, Jen. Here's the problem we have. Everyone all everyone listening to us right now has not seen the movie. So we kind of can't. Oh. <laughs> so without spoiling anything, what did you think? <laughs> it was good. Dead silence. It was good. All right, there, Jen. We'll we'll we'll, call, we'll get Jen back on uh, on Star Trek next week. We'll I have one complaint. Yes. Okay, okay. listeners, listeners, brace yourselves. <laughs> this woman, like, she has no bowel control. It just all leaks out. All right, go, Jen. Go. Okay, you know how in the first season, everybody kind of had equal time? Yep. Mm-hmm. I did not like how everyone, except for like three people, had bit parts in the second movie. Well, interesting. Like, that was my one complaint that like, I didn't feel that like, some what? of the minor characters didn't get enough screen time. All right, Jen, let's see if you and I can come together on something, because usually we diverge over our love of pleather and leather, respectively. What did you think of Dr. McCoy? I thought that he said one-liners, said the whole thing, and he really didn't have a purpose in the movie, and I was really sad. Jen and I agree on something. <laughs> the world is going to end. If, if, if Bob hasn't said it by now, so I'm going to. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I should tell you guys the story one of these years what that actually means. Please do, Bob. I've been, wa- I've been, di- go for it, Bob. Sweeps is over. Let's just, no, crumble. I can't. You I, can't? I, I can't. Not on the air. Not on, I can't have record of me saying oh. this anywhere. Well, I could say we'll edit that, but we both know we're not going to do that. Nope. Right. Yeah, I, I definitely, I do agree with that, Jen. Jen, know what you can do? You can listen to the podcast when it's up later tonight, and you can see what we thought. And oh then when we get when, when we get you back on next week, spo- okay, everyone listening to this next week, we're talking about everything that happened in the movie if we want to. So you got one week to yes. watch the thing. Why don't we just talk about it next week? We'll do that. We'll we'll do that. <laughs> I have no idea Two why. Two weeks of Star Trek. <laughs> no. <laughs> God! He sounds like the guy. He does. Uh, okay, are we done with Star Trek we're, and Doctor Who? Can do- I tell people to come back? Yes, let everyone back into the business. Okay. Now that the show is two-thirds over, welcome to the show. Oh, can we talk about the end of fan fiction as we know it? Do we have time for that? Cat thinks I I'm think an alarmist. We do. We do. I want to talk about this. Okay, what? what has happened is Amazon has um, signed an agreement with Warner Brothers, and they're creating... Um, an area of Amazon.com called Kindle Worlds or Kindle World, Kindle Worlds, and what they're going to allow is particular fandoms can um, sell licensed fan fiction uh, through Amazon.com. So right now, I know Gossip Girl, Vampire Diaries, and something else is. Um, so you can. So if someone wants to publish Vampire Diaries fan fiction. The proceeds, um, Amazon keeps 30%, you keep 35%, and whoever I mean, owns... Other free websites are going to, like, not exist anymore? Well, that's my thing. Kat seems to think I'm an alarmist. My thought was, okay, say, well. say this goes to Harry Potter. <laughs> well, no, say this goes to Harry Potter. <laughs> say this goes to Harry Potter. 
Now, at that point, if you can, if if Harry Potter fan fiction is licensed, if anyone can sell it, on, like Death Roll, selling is never going right. to do that, though. Okay, all right, yeah. go ahead, Ryan. I'm gonna shut you down, but finish what you're gonna say. Uh, no, you know, shut me down before I. Okay, Cat just said Ryan. Is Blah, please talk. Talk. Ro- okay, Ro- Ryan, I uh, agree with Cat that Ryan is being a little bit of an alarmist. I think the differences that we need to talk about is one is making a profit, and two, one is not. Like take a take websites like um, I know they don't exist anymore, but like the Sugar Quill or Fiction Alley or uh, the uh, Arkansas Hermione Hermione Arkansas Arkansas. Oh no no no! It was, it was, it was Montana. No, it's the Harmonians of Montana, not Arkansas. Anyway. Wait a minute, the Harmonians of Montana? What the hell did I miss in the fandom? You came up with this. <laughs> You came up with this. It was an old episode, Ryan. This really? is what you get for your Well, I'm an icon, Bob. I don't have time to listen to these things. Clearly. <laughs> anyway, um, those sites don't make money. Right. Like, okay, like, or mm-hmm. like in for, for fan fiction. Like, I can't sell my fan fiction. Right. Like, back in the day, if I tried to, like, sell Harry Potter and his adventures with Bob, Warner Brothers would come down on me. Like, you know. Yeah, they would try to. I want to read Harry Potter and his adventures with Bob. Great title. Yeah. Really, though, if, license, if there's a license, that means that that subject gets money. Also, they get like a portion of the money. Yeah, the way it will work is if you're if Amazon signs an agreement, like in this case, Amazon.com signed an agreement with Warner Brothers for particular fandoms, like Vampire Diaries is one. So if Jen go, if Jen writes a Vampire Diaries fanfic, it has to meet the standards of Amazon, which basically means anything that's attached. Yeah, no slash, no, no, no leather pants, you know, whatever their rules are. And you would get Amazon would keep it. You sell it for $10. Amazon gets a third and the other 70% is split between the writer and whoever owns it. Whoever owns Vampire Diaries gets the the other. This never happens. This is crap. I thought this stuff would be illegal and the fan fiction was like free. It is free. If you want to sell it, you can sell it, though. And they get a profit, you get a profit. Right. Now, my question was then... We need to get a movement to say no one bought this crap because it's it's infringing on freedom of fan fiction. Freedom of fan fiction. That's the 12th (laughs) amendment, is that not? No offense to him. That makes no sense. There's no rights being infringed upon here. No one can... Everyone can... To read freely are being infringed upon. My crazy alarmist view, the cat assures me I'm nuts over, and I hope I am, was that, okay, say somehow, you know, Harry Potter is now licensed. So anyone can go to Amazon.com, and they can publish, you know, their their fan fiction, Melinda and Death Roll, and everyone can march over, as long as it meets the standards of whatever, which means 90% of fan fiction is rejected off the off the top. Now, if that, now if that happens, can then... Yeah. Can who, the powers that be, whoever that be, then go to Fictionality and serve a cease and desist letter because this fan fiction is not licensed. That was no. my concern. Well, everyone tells me that, Bob, and now that who's makes everyone? me happy. Who's everyone? Well, you, Bob and Kat so far are telling me. Tell that. you what, I, I'll call Heidi up and she can <laughs> school you on why you're not you're No, not that's right. good. Well, no, my question was, doesn't it come down to what is in this contract between you know, the, the owner of the of the intellectual property and Amazon. Like, is it possible? 
like Word documents of all of my favorite fan fiction, so I can just be like, yeah, I don't care what y'all do. I have my favorite stories in here. I already did that, Jen. I backed up everything last I've time. I've already so. done that with a lot of Why do you think I didn't go to bed on time? Crazy. Yeah, and then you wake me up and tell me that uh, I'm your alarm clock, you I did. bastard. Okay, that's the fifth time you've called me a bastard. <laughs> it's not like Aww. I get up at 4.30 Ryan, in the morning. Scarlett wants you to specify something for her, but I don't quite know what. She's getting there. And she called us lying liars earlier, by the way, Ryan. Did, did, yeah, she did call you lying liars. Me? How dare she? Who? You, Ryan yes, you, is you, like you, a cop. Jen. A cop. Why? Apocalypse. Why am I saying apocalypse? That's I was you can't spell apocalypse. You can't apocalypse. read apocalypse. So and we're, we're, I'm the one that had a mics already. Nobody yeah. else can talk. I'm we, not sure we, about we have this. Dead air while we're waiting on the chat. Yeah. So. Why are we doing that? I just realized we're. we're I just. I just want my my thoughts on this are is that you know I think that it's kind of nice that someone's actually acknowledging fan fiction instead of like you know instead of like cease and desisting all like the entire like community into like you know non-existence. They're actually allowing people to make money off of, of p- other people's property. I never thought in a million years that would ever happen, to be honest with you. Because it's just I like, think- you know, I, I don't think this you know, is, I doubt you'll see it for Harry Potter fan fiction because I just, I doubt it. But like, you know, someone creates story, I make a mock story off of that. And, I, and if I sell X amount of copies, I get money. That's ridiculous. Right. I mean, Mike. My- who gets the money? The people who wrote the book or the people who do the show? Both. The, peop- the, the people, the people, like Amazon gets a cut, the fan fiction author gets a cut, and the holder of the intellectual property gets a cut. Okay, so Scarlett's question is: Say Melinda sells her fic, and now Can't happen. Uh, Amazon Harry has erections in every chapter. It won't pass. But go right. Ahead. <laughs> She'll have to find like uh, uh, like do a point. search. Point. Continue She'll on. have to Just do a search for tightening of the jeans and change she it. Never yeah, t- says erection. Yes. Anyhow, so Scarlett's question is: If that happens, yeah, and Melinda sells it, and they acquire Amazon acquires all the rights, then can Amazon go to fanfiction.net and say, "Hey, we now own the rights to Melinda's fic. You have to take it down. You you have a cease and desist letter." On this story, because we now own it all. Well, there's two components to that. One is, I think the language, if you read it, does actually say that Amazon like owns or Me has sure. the right to your story if you if you publish it. So that's number one. Number two, if Melinda goes and this is the other component to it. If Melinda goes and sells, oh, I'm sorry, I thought Emma had a point for a second. I thought it was John. Um, if if she goes and sells it, it's stupid to have it be freely available somewhere else because then why would someone buy it? Do you know what I mean? So then right. would you see authors yanking all of their stuff from other sites because now this fan fiction is for sale? And and that is my... I mean, I would want to know... Like, say he does but really that's an well. author's choice. Right. Not That's not, like, you know... But there's an impact to the fandom. No, I, I, get, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it's like... No one's going to get a cease and desist. They're just not going to buy. You know, it becomes Amazon's property, so they have the right to cease and desist those people if that is the case. Right. If you start hosting fic that that is owned by Amazon for all intents and purposes, you will get cease and desist. All right, my last point. But if you're Melinda, why do you want to hand over your your creative property to Amazon and say, mm-hmm. "Okay, now you own it"? 
because sure, not right. to say that this is Melinda, but we'll just use a different Money. person's name. Uh, well, yeah, Money. Sally Bob. Right. And if Sally Bob wants to whore him her or herself out for a chunk of money because they think they have enough, their fan fiction is good enough for it, then right. that's what they, that's their their call. I just want to th- I want to throw two ideas out here. Now we we all live in the fandom. There's people out there who love Harry Potter who have no earthly idea who we are, what we do, what we're, and what the hell we're talking about. They don't know anything about fan mm-hmm. fiction. They like they, they would read it, and by the first tightening of the pants, they would run and hide. They don't know what this is. But they love the Harry Potter books, but they have no idea what we are. They think we're weird, and we probably are. We are. But the <laughs> thing is, weird. could you... Okay, I don't want to break this Put yourself about. in that mindset of weird soccer mom who just doesn't get it. Now, all of a sudden, say a year from now, Amazon.com announces they are selling new original Harry Potter stories. They're not going to be like, oh, this is wonderful. Fan fiction has evolved. They're going to be like, oh, I want to read that. And now, all of a sudden, this could become a cash cow somewhere because a lot of people aren't going to go to fanfiction.net. They might just say, oh. Do you honestly think if people had to pay for every fan fiction story they've read, you've read hundreds. Yes. Would you honestly have read as many? No. No, so, but but keep in no- mind, there's different there's different people. Like, let me ask you this: like with Star Wars, there's the um, what the hell? I'm sorry, like, the expanded like, universe. The, you know, the universe but, is J.K. Rowling's, right? So, but look at Star she's Trek. The only with, one that should be making. But money. no, look at well, she'll get money from this. But look at Star Trek with the pocketbooks, and they have the series continues, and they have the Star Trek publishes. Yeah, those are licensed, right? But that's what I'm saying. People buy them. Like, there's Star Trek fan fictions out there I've never read, but I will pick up a pocketbook one because to me it seems more canon or more official. What if someone says, I'm going to write years 8 through 26 or whatever the hell it is until you get to the epilogue? And, you know, and people write, people are going to buy that. My concern is if it becomes very profitable, if it becomes like, you know, iTunes reinvented music, this could reinvent fan fiction. I have no idea if it will. But if it does, then do the people who said years ago, we're not going to bother with cease and desist letters say, Ooh, I want to get more people to read this. I'm going to shut down everything that's not licensed. And if they want their fix out there, they can sell them through us. I don't know. It's just a concern. I mean, it's, I, I see mm-hmm. your logic in thinking that, but I think you're jumping the gun a little bit. I think, I think if anything, I think the worst thing that will come of this is it will divide the fan fiction community. Right. It will divide them in between one group, which is, we are traditional fan fiction purists where we just post things, we talk, write about what we want, it's for fun, we post it online, that's what it is for us. And then you're going to have the other half of the community who's out there trying to make a quick buck off of somebody else's property, hoping that they might get noticed or whatever so they can make money. It's just not right. Right. I, I don't know. I, they shouldn't be able to. If it's a copyrighted well, universe, why? But the, but the copyright, uh, this would be like if you wrote. I mean, I know copyrights expire, but no, they're not expired no, yet. No, you wrote, uh, uh, you wrote a series that is so popular, people want to write fan right. fiction in it. You're authorizing them to do it. They go and write your fan fiction in my universe. Yeah, but you can't make money off it. But I keep a third. That's the thing. Know. You keep a third. Yeah, I don't. I I'll keep a third. Honestly, it just seems bizarre. I mean, yeah. Intellectual property is still property. You own it. Mm-hmm. I mean, J.K. Rowling owns this universe. But but in this scenario, I'm not saying this would happen because Harry Potter is not part of this yet. But I don't think it will be. Yeah. This this. So you think it refers not more to like WB has done it so far. Hang so, on, Jen. Yeah, Gossip Girls and Vampire Diaries and something else so mm-hmm. far are the three that we're in. I'm so with my petition. Oh, okay. that we should all just be against 
and then it will just close. You, you, okay, so if, if Puffwa comes out against this, Amazon will fold, <laughs> is, is the theory. Basically, it should start the Puffwa uh, war against Amazon, what's it called? Um, world. Amazon, Amazon World. Amazon World. Right. It's just- All right, so we're taking on, so Puffwa, who so, is taking on in the Puffwa. Po- yeah, we got flattened by the post office, but we're going to take on Amazon.com and win. It's the game plan. <laughs> I like I Rachel. Rachel has a, a point here. All right. She yeah. says she'd pay one to $1 or $1 to $4 for a fanfic that's going to be at least decent versus spending ages looking for a good one. Right. The problem really is, is that point. you're not sure. I mean, how can you be sure that it's really a good one? But then you get into yeah. Opinion is based on the beholder. Like I right. read some that are supposed to be great that I hated, and my favorite is one that maybe is not so popular. Like, come on. But here's mm-hmm. the thing: fan fiction, like you know, different sites have different requirements. Like if it's on Checkmate, it has to be Ron Hermione, or if it's you know, there's different requirements that are set. You have to have a beta and all this stuff. Like, okay. Um, April 22nd, 2013, if this happens, by the way, could be the day that Mpreg died because Mpreg won't be allowed. You can't have a crossover. Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing. If Star (laughs) Trek, if Star Trek isn't licensed and Harry Potter is, you can't have those, you know, Sue's crossover with Star Trek can't happen because that's against the rules. It'll be interesting to see how many authors. (laughs) (laughs) Now we've made Jen sad. Yeah, that's an interesting point that Rachel brings up is that Rachel, uh, Rachel says that with Amazon, most books they sell, they usually have a look inside that you yeah. can preview it. So they mm-hmm. will, they'll probably give you like what, maybe three or four pages Couple worth. Pages, right. yeah. So you have a yeah. rough idea of what you're getting yourself into. I mean, and the thing with Amazon now is anyone can self-publish, you know, on a Kindle. I get emails all the time. I buy like the free book of the day all the time and I get emails six months later. There's been dramatic revisions to this book if you want to re-download it for free. So, I mean, I think a lot of the books on Amazon now are crap anyway because people aren't going through editors and they're just self-publishing. So it's probably going to be the same with fan fiction. I hate to say it. But. Now, I'm just going to say this because we seem to be rather negative Nancy on this whole thing. We situation. are. We're very, I'm very negative. I'm going to be positive. I, who am never positive, will be positive on this. I think the thing, <laughs> the, one of the things you can kind of take away from this is that there's a potential, there's a potential of actually encouraging fan fiction. Like, more people may write fan fiction who may not have would have originally written fan fiction because this is now an option and they actually it would be worth a little bit of their time. Now, granted, I mean it could obviously burn horribly, but I'm just saying there is a chance that this might actually be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm or at least or at least good things will come of it. There could th- good things could come of it. Well, I- I'm just curious how. The, how it will be implemented. Like I just, um, Mooney just, um, sorry, Jenny just wrote Death's Fic, um, Fic will fit the rules. I know there's portions of Death's Fic where he'll use a paragraph of um, Sorcerer's Stone because it takes place at the right. same time as Sorcerer's Stone. Is that not allowed? Can you not cut and paste any sections from the original? I think that's called that's plagiarism. plagiarism. Well, it, it is called plagiarism, but I mean, within the context that he does it, it's, it's okay. But I mean, that's that's a real... I'm curious how they're going to do this. You know, like, like <laughs> Emma's very upset. <laughs> like, you, Emma. In most fan fictions we've read, you know, like, like what if they, one of the rules is no sexual component. There goes everything on sink into your eyes, not eligible. Right. So it's, it's it'll be, I'll be curious how they implement it, but I got nervous because I always get nervous when I see it. Mm. I backed everything up. So I'm fine now. Bring it on. 
Okay, so when we need something to read, we just go to Ryan. Yes, we do. We're good to go. And I would like to indicate here, I'm being told that um, Death Roll has gone back and revised. He doesn't use actual canon. I think when we first read something, he did. And that would yep. that'd probably be problematic if he was trying to sell it on Amazon. But I, I believe that that's, that's mm-hmm. normal. He also took out a scene where, where um, I believe it was Dean was had the crap beat out of him for like 25 minutes. He shortened it to three. Right. So, um, so That's good. Okay, so I'm negative on Star Trek. I'm um, positive on Doctor Who. I'm negative on Jen, and I'm negative on Amazon.com. Did I miss anything? You're negative on me? Why are you negative on Jen? You thought that John Hurt was the name of the doctor. I kid. You thought his name was John Hurt. <laughs> I did think it. I thought it made perfect sense. You no, know what? John I... Hurt is the guy in Home Alone. Who's the guy from Taxi? Huh? Judd Hurts. Judd Hurts, you are there you so go. completely wrong. different. Who's John Hurts? John Hurts, um, Kevin McAllister's father yes. from Home Alone. Also, the third commander of the Battlestar Pegasus. Also, the eight point five Doctor. No, different guy. No, no. Kevin. Okay, let me just clarify for Jen. Kevin McAllister's father from Home Alone is not the Doctor. Let's just—it's clearly Mister Ollivander. Oh, okay. All right. This is very confusing. All right. Um, Scarlet is reading me the riot act here. Ryan, read the guidelines. It's Ixnay on graphic sexuality. So there goes uh, Lavender Brown and Evanesco 75. Well, everything I like safe. Yay! V- violence. There goes Lavender Brown and, in addition to the other ones. Uh, Ra- there goes uh, Lioness. Racial slurs. I'm not sure if mudblood counts, but if it does, we're screwed. <laughs> Foul langri- language. Um, well, there goes Pothwa. Um... <laughs> They aren't yeah. become they aren't becoming pure events. So if we take away sex, violence, swearing, who is left? I think it's I think it's the Quakers. I think it's Alright, she's yelling at you now. Who's Only yelling at me? Now? Only starts with yelling at you. She's saying graphic. But she didn't will be a part of our podcast. She didn't emphasize the graphic. Scarlet, are you now. Scarlet, are you yelling? Please advise. Is she on my re- Oh, she is yelling at me. I didn't read down the excess oh don't she? She's she's getting irritated. Okay. No, she's like, I swear, sometimes you exasperate me. How do you think I feel? Yeah, well, yeah. How long have we been married? Mm. Like seven, eight years? <laughs> no, not that long. Okay. Speaking of graphic, I spent all day looking at naked women today at work. Ooh, Bob, let's oh, talk about your day. Fun. Yes, it, indeed. It was, well, it wasn't fun. It was interesting. Um, let's see. Okay, so basically for the past couple of weeks, I have been doing a lot of work for uh, a plastic surgeon I know. And one of the things he had me do today was go through and learn a program that's like basically like an imaging program. Yep. And basically what they do is they like take your photo, like it basically makes a 3D model of you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it could either be your head, your body, or your breasts. And other, I had to go through each part and like kind of learn each part. Mm-hmm. And so basically I had to stare at naked women most of the time, especially in the breast section. <laughs> oh, the things we do for work. So, Bob, you, yeah. you, you, work, you work in the boob job department is what I just... Kind of, yeah, because basically, basically what he wanted to do is he bought a, a 3D imaging thing, like, uh, not 3D imaging, but like a, a 3D uh, glasses, like graphics card, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess he wants to add real 3D to it so that, you know, when you're looking at your 3D model self that it pops out at you. So I guess maybe so you, in real time you can see your uh, your when you want to get a, a a breast enlargement it just grows larger right in front of your face. <laughs> oh my god! So that's, that's, that was my day at work that's today. Hilarious. That's what, well, I, I know someone who recently had a boob job, so now I'm 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 like interested in this 
particular topic. So this is actually fascinating to me now. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, so that was my awkward day at work today. Because it's like one of those things like, like mm. this is like totally not safe for work, but it's mm-hmm. for work. If you put that on your, re- on your resume, Bob, what do you put down as the, um, as the job function? Um, IT. <laughs> <laughs> Boom job department. I got to wear my pajamas to work today. I didn't get to do that. I wore scrubs yesterday. They're not as comfortable as you would think. Really? Well, I had to put scrubs on when I got my x ray. Yeah. Yeah, didn't happen. Yes, Ryan had to have an x ray to determine the location of his kidney stone. We don't know where it is. I lost it. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, we're not sure. It could still be in there. It could be anywhere. Well, yeah, but does it matter? I mean, if it doesn't hurt, well, if you it, could have muscles. And- that's true. It could stay in forever. It could stay in for five years and not move. But if it's going to start moving tomorrow, I'm, I'm a little hesitant to, you know, get in a plane or something. I guess mm-hmm. yeah. that's where I was going oh. with that one. So we're going to find out on that yeah. one. So I have to start, you know, having more cherries. But yeah, so fun story. So I go. You have to start having more cherries? Uh, cher- yeah, I have high uric acid, so I have to. Cherry, cherry juices are really good yeah. for getting that down. So, really interesting story. When I when I had the kidney stone, I went to the emergency room, and the uh, woman who did the ultrasound on me was how old was she? Like early twenties. I have no idea. She she was she was she was she was a babbler. She's very nice. She she's a chocoholic, and she's you know talking. So you got along well. We got along well. Huh. And she was talking about how she she's not really good at like moving the little um, stretchers around or the beds on wheels, whatever they're called, and she hit me into four different walls, and I'm trying to, like, take over the boat. So I went back yesterday for an x-ray, and she was my x-ray lady. So she, so I had to, like, walk all around. It's this giant horseshoe. So I'm at the, the left side of the horseshoe. I get changed, and I have to go all the way around to the right side of the horseshoe, and then she does my x-ray and sends me back to the left side of the horseshoe. So I go back to the left side of the horseshoe. I go in the little room. I get changed back into my clothes, and I'm walking out. The minute I walk out, she comes flying in the door from the top of the horseshoe. Do you have my pass? I'm like, you're what? I can't find my pass. Did you, you don't have my pass, do you? And I looked down at the scrubs I was just wearing. Where do you think I put it? <laughs> so I did not have the young woman's pass, but she oh, apparently, well. apparently You lifted it so you could sneak back in and play with the x-ray machine later. I, I know. I could. I could. Mm. So I want to know where my damn x-ray is, or my damn kidney stone is. <laughs> so, okay, hold on. I haven't and they been, couldn't tell you? They, well, they, you know what the thing is? They look at me and they're like, sorry, we can't, we're not allowed to read it. I'm like, you can't no, look at it. You have your appointment on Tuesday. I have an appointment. Fine. I have an appointment on Tuesday. But it's like, mm-hmm. they can look, they know where it is. They just won't tell. Yeah. It's like when I went in for the chest x ray and, you know, he's like, okay, I'll come back. Let me go make sure it's clear. I can read it. Okay. I can read it. We'll have your doctor call you. I'm like, can you tell me whether or not I have pneumonia? Yeah. It's an easy thing. And then my doctor didn't bother to call me for five days. So I'm like, well, I'm hoping that I don't have pneumonia. I assume that if I did, they'd call me. Excuse me. Well, I convinced myself I was, like, bleeding to death. So I, like, went in yesterday and got my blood drawn. And apparently I'm fine. So that was good. Apparently I just had a really deep paper cut. True story. Did someone mention Shadow Walk? Shadow Walker, yes. Shadow Walker. Somebody said Shadow Walker up there. Uh, a new chapter just came out last week. Um, I just, I read, well, I hate that when you read like 30 chapters and there's like three left. And by the time they come out so slowly, you forget what happened and you lose momentum. 
But um, that's that fic only has like I think a couple chapters left. That one was really good. Mm-hmm. Are you still doing that on um, Pofa? Yeah, I think I might have to move it up because we we're having such a hard time getting through the one we're doing right now that it's going to be during your London trip when we finally get around to it. I'm not leaving for five months. Yeah, I know. How ahead are you? We're it's the last one we're doing, and we keep pushing things back. Okay. Uh, let me ask you this. Are you getting close to the Pufwa series finale? Uh, Probably, because it's really hard to find people to podcast anymore. Welcome to my world. Although we have so. multiple people here ready to podcast. That's why I quit Harry Potter podcasting a long time ago. That's why I'm... I'm, a- being, you know I'm being called by show, but I love to be able to say hello to y'all tonight. I have missed y'all terribly. Jen, you'll be back next week, and I just we want to tell you this. Jen. You're an icon. We love you, Jen. Okay. You're an icon? I, and oh. You are. You're, 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 you're my icon, Jen. Aww. Aww. That was nice. That was nice. That, 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 it was uh-huh. deep, too, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, anyone, feel free to call me on Saturday when I'm making an hour drive and I'm bored and falling asleep. We should do a live stream. We should. Ten hour live stream. Drive back to Texas with Jen. <laughs> Look, it's flat. Look, it's still flat. And it's hot. Look, it's still still flat. We could take like Wait. we could it could be like a donation drive. Like pay for a gas or something. For every time she gets into an accident. <laughs> we should. But, okay, give us- Bye Jen. To get the phone, I, I love the standards. Uh, like, it, it, no, I'm not saying that to be me. I love nope. how relaxed we are as a podcast. I yeah, love because it. you used to have a stick up your butt about it. Why do you hate me today? No, I don't. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, you do. When you no, excuse me, Lois. You've called me a bastard five times. I have things shoved up my butt. When you got your new microphone and you were starting this new podcast with Bob, now you only said because it was with Bob. And Bob was special that I had to be quiet I don't know what she's talking about. No noise. And if I made any noise, no. this insane microphone would pick up all his noise. This is an insane microphone. I can't Have put you seen the water thing? on. I can't do anything. No, because Danielle's in the kitchen. I'm, I'm editing a puffwa. It was like 102. And all you hear in the background is Danielle slamming every single plate into every other single plate because you have weak grip. Anyway, so I just want to let you guys know that this past weekend, while I was in Tahoe and enjoying myself thoroughly, uh... We, I had the opportunity to uh, do the alpha playtest for the Aurors, and we got through the first three sessions, so that'd be like basically three episodes of Potter, uh, Point of View Weekly. Um, it was pretty awesome. Uh, I was playing with a bunch of people who really had never played a tabletop game before. Yeah, who did you play with? Uh, I played with some close pers- uh, friends, uh, real, okay. life, not real life friends, but local friends. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, one of them had kind of played a D and D game before. Most of them are Harry Potter fans. Some of them even like, don't even don't even like Harry Potter. But at mm-hmm. the by the end of the first session, they're like, "There's more, right?" And I was like, "Not really." They're like, "Well, write more. We want to play more." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay." Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Bob, you you were quiet last week based on the fact that you weren't here. Now, correct. now <laughs> on Big Bang Theory, Howard Wallowitz does a mean Dungeon and Dragon. Thing. Dungeon master. Dungeon master. He does voices. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge voice person. This is. Uh, I can't, you're I'm gonna a, have I, to step up your game. Danielle just gave me a look like we might need <laughs> to find a new the, Bob. You did the Sheldon thing where you're like, oh, 
You're no, not gonna do voices. No voices, huh? <laughs> <It's so laughs> Alright, fine, I'll try to do voices. It's really I'll give okay. it a go. No, it's really okay. Oh my god, he's British. It's British Bob. <laughs> I liked uh Howard's what was it, his troll voice or something? Wait, did Hilarious. he did they do a D and D episode last week? Yeah, you didn't yeah. see it? They did it oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, you have to see it's, uh, it. It's the, awesome. the, the love potion something or other. The love potion something or other. It's uh three. Yeah, the two whole episodes. episode is them playing Dungeons and Dragons. And Howard does the voices and Sheldon gets goosebumps every time he does one. And Danielle and I are watching this and she's like, Bob is fucked. <laughs> because like the standard <laughs> is no, so you, high. You said that. <laughs> oh please, you call me a bastard five times tonight. These people don't believe you're capable of saying that. <laughs> anyway, no, I, I, no, I, I'll do my best, but uh, it, it's, it should be interesting. Um, but I, the reason I also kind of wanted to hog the air for a minute was also because um, I have two spots left in the Ors beta team. Uh, this is the this is the group that's actually playing the game before everyone uh, before the hosts get to play. Uh-huh. Um, so currently in the beta team, it's Scott and Colin, and their characters are way freaking awesome, amazing. Uh, not to say you guys aren't that cool, but I have a feeling that, you know how you guys joke how you guys are like the D team? Mm-hmm. They're yeah. the A team. Aww. Uh, they're pretty awesome. Anyway, but, uh. We should fire us and let them do the podcast. But, uh, for those of you who are interested. I volunteered to do the voices for you, Bob. You know, I, you know, I was really sad. That was the one thing that I kind of learned from the alpha test and I'll, I'll check it in the beta test, um, is that. The game takes originally it was only supposed to be two encounters, but I had to literally spread out to three because of how long it takes. And my only concern is if we add more people doing voices, it may prolong how long the game goes, and we may not be able to finish in, in the amount of time needed. So I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll we'll be testing it in the beta. We'll give it a go. But uh, yeah, if you guys are interested, if there's even enough interest, I don't mind starting up a second group uh, if there's enough people for it. So, but uh, I have to say that there's now actually a game attached with mechanics, and it's going to work, and it's awesome, and I can't wait to play it on Point of View Week. Now, I'm trying to channel Nigel Appleby, so he's actually, like I said before, he's based off of an actual TV character, so I've been, like, boning up on that show, and I'm, like, studying Nigel. Aww. Or, you know, he's Humphrey, but um, I'm, I'm trying to channel it. Well, I will say that I have actually written a lot of these encounters with your, with specifically the four of your characters mm-hmm. in mind. Oh, that's good. Playing to your strengths, if you can see, if you can, if you, if you, you can identify them. your strengths, if you have any, <laughs> if you can identify your strengths, then it, then it will serve you well, indeed. Yay. So, but so the, I guess you guys didn't finish the homework of, or did you guys? Were you guys able to talk about? Uh, Acquisitions Incorporated last week. I don't believe we were because you weren't no here. And watched it. I me. was stuck. All right, let's get let's do the homework right now because Danielle and I are going to do this because we have a three day weekend coming up. Even though she's about to call me a bastard because I have a three day weekend. Um, <laughs> we're going to be watching um, Strip Search. Oh, so good. Uh, the Will Whedon thing, which, which is called Acquisitions. Incorporated. That was it. Okay, Acquisitions Incorporated, which I can get on YouTube. Watch the 2011 uh, acquisition. Yes, did you just drop the cat? Yeah, you dropped the cat. Sorry, we have the <laughs> near the cat. That's hilarious. You dropped the, the cat. Cute cat. Staring at you now, and you're sitting on like cushions over here. It's like well, these are hardwood chairs. It gets very stiff after a while. Previously on hemorrhoid cats. <laughs> Uh, Stop it. Oh, I just want to say this before we run out of time. Uh, does anyone watch Game of Thrones? No. I think some of the chat the has chat been. Does. 
Game of Thrones. Okay, I, it was introduced to me last Wednesday. I have literally devoured right. about two and a half seasons in one week. Can I? Can this? This would be helpful for us. Now I'm open to it. I haven't seen it. I didn't like the narrative style of the books, but I'm open to it. Danielle has not seen a minute, and she is mm-hmm. vehemently opposed to it. So can we get a little Bob Danielle action going here? For no, I've minutes? read about it. I want. Well, I will say, and this is not necessarily a selling point. But thanks to the Game of Thrones, I now know what Tonks looks like naked. And <laughs> Remus did well for himself. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> this from the man who spent all day today looking at naked people. He knows what he's talking about. And he seldomly exactly. wears pants. Is anyone else picking up on the theme here? Like, I think Bob's a little two-dimensional. Now, Bob, can you sell my wife? <laughs> Sell my- it doesn't matter what you say about it. I'm not going to watch it. Bob, she doubts your ability to get her you excited get her excited about Game of Thrones. Can you do it in 60 seconds or less? Um, no. Okay. If, if you like the, if you like if you like a medieval uh like theme, if you like combat with lots of gore, if you like naked people. Um, and you like poli- like people being very political. Ryan, you would love this show. It's all about politics. Okay. I'm um, good. Yeah, I'm good. Is there it, baking, it Bob? Nothing has appealed to Danielle so far. Do they bake There things? is no baking. All right. I'm sorry. I tried. Dang. Are there kittens, Bob? My favorite color is no pants. No. I like that. They hunt animals. There's lots of skinning of animals. Are you into skinning of animals? God no! All right, um, you're, you're not Bob. You're not helping. Kenny says Game of Thrones is absolutely amazing. Cat says naked people having sex. There are puppies. Yeah. Wait a minute, Jenny. Are the puppies killed? I see a theme. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. The dire wolf puppies. Yeah, puppies get killed. Uh, okay. I don't think we were. How about Castle on ABC? Isn't that a fun show? Castle is awesome. That's a good, isn't that good? You like that? My mom was watching it the other day. Show. That's Bob's code for it's an old person show. I think not. <laughs> My mom watches Nathan, that with grandma. No, Nathan Fillion is in it. It is not an old person show. No, no, I, no. I'm it's good. Because it's one of the shows I always kind of want to watch, but I just am doing something else at the time, so I just never yeah, watch it. Yeah, same here. Like, and then one day we're just like, you know what? Let's just throw on an episode. That was me. Watch. Yes, it was you. Oh, I good. Look, it. I caught one. <laughs> oh my god! Hold I like on, Castle, but I don't get to watch it. Right? Okay. I don't like just getting hooked on shows. I've been up way too late and up way too early lately because of these shows. Rachel's I'm, trying. I'm either watching the Will Wheaton things or I'm watching uh, Strip Search now. R- R- I haven't watched an episode on my lunch break. Rachel's trying to sell it my on us now. Has- Apparently it has incest and uh, extreme something. I just lost the thing. Here. No, she uh, says, I've been tempted by incest and super violence. Oh, I Rachel's against incest and super violence. Okay, that was that would have been helpful for me to read more carefully. Okay. Yes, indeed. All right, so I think we're going to um, ease back into Castle and uh, maybe save up some space on the DVR for Game of Thrones. He's on HBO. Do you guys get HBO? We get HBO. No one is funny as hell on HBO. I'm sorry. Veep. It's very funny. Veep. Veep. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is the the vice president of the United States. Vice president. uh, The guy from Arrested Development is in it. The The lead character from My Girl is in it. Gary Cole is in it. It's it's a very clever show about the vice president who has nothing to do. Oh, so that's a, and <laughs> I just heard Aaron's keyboard. I did. 
Is that Sorry, right? I, I, I'm typing something in the chat real fast before certain people leave. Okay. So I think we're actually um, through. Yeah, because some people want uh, in on your beta test. Yeah, I'm giving them information uh, right now. Sorry. Well, I think I, should, okay. I, have, the, I have the mic. I'll just tell them. Uh, if you are interested. Yeah, why are you typing to these people? They can hear every word you say. <laughs> I, this is hilarious. <laughs> Wait a minute. I can Okay, good. Well, they tend to be a few uh, seconds spot. Very, very quickly, if you are interested in playing, just send me a message on Skype. Uh, the Caden Darkcrest guy, uh, <laughs> even if you're not friends with me and I'll add you anyway. Uh, let me know you're interested, and then that way I can have a general idea of who wants to play. Can I ask a uh, question? Both Caden Darkrest and Bob Standring are online at the same time right now. How are you doing it's, that? Uh, it's called Two Instances of Skype. I figured out how to do it earlier uh, today. So both of them will be on all the time now. And you, oh, that's, well, that is more helpful. <laughs> but you mock me for be, for calling the wrong line. I walk in the room, and there's like six of you. <laughs> It's a little, oh, it's disorienting. Do you need to get your eyes checked? Because last time I checked, two is two and not six. Bob, I I just have to throw this in here. Um, I just released uh, the second Vox Corporis episode, the one that you guest hosted in. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning of it, you say to me, Sue, I just had an idea for a a new podcast. I think Mm -hmm. that maybe that was the moment that... was born. Actually, it wasn't. That was me talking about rebooting oh. Spellcast. Sorry to burst your no, bubble. No, no, Dang, no, no, no. I was... There's actually, I have an unreleased episode of um, Pofo Exchange I'm still working on. It's the one where Danielle is fascinated by the breasts of Leah Michelle. And in it, I, I did this episode because I wanted to try and do like a more laid back, you know, what are we into now series. And when it was over, I think I even say at the end of it, we should really do like a new podcast so that It'll come out within the next five years. I forget. When okay. did we do episode one of uh, Puvo? Are we coming up on our one-year anniversary? We were actually talking about that because we were talking we were about talking when, about that the other day. Uh, it was August. Mm, we should do something special for our one year, the end of season one of Puvo. Yep. I never really thought we'd actually survive a year, to be honest. <laughs> 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 oh, I figured we survived five episodes and call it good, but we, we survived. We did yeah, survive. I'll never forget when we decided to add Danielle full-time. It was when Bob realized she's very good, and the more she talks, the less Ryan does. I'm all in. Yep. I'm totally all for that. <laughs> I try and my she best. Keeps you in line. Sometimes he just keeps going, though. It's okay. No one can yeah. stop forces in nature. Uh, Moody wants to know when we Ryan. see Leah Michelle's boobs. Danielle, you want to take this one? Oh, just go Google Spring Awakening. She was in it. It's all right there. Yeah. It's all right there. Apparently, night after night. And Jen is shellacking she... during the entire podcast. Was what? She, wasn't she shellacking something? No. Was... Uh, you mean shelling? No. She, she was shelling pecans. She was... What did I say? Shellacking. Oh, I was in on that, that podcast. I think you I remember. meant shelling. Everyone but was anyway. in on that podcast. Yes. It was during my Jericho phase, as I recall. Yeah. So, you know what we should do for, for our August season two premiere? We should change the theme music. Because there's been... Yeah. An there's been a yeah, dead rat in the show. field for a year. Yeah, it really has. Yeah, it's, it's got it's got maggots. It's very bad. <laughs> and then my my uh, my sticking around for for you embarrassing Jen. That's mm-hmm. been there for far too long. We have, honestly speaking, I think we have way better one liners throughout the entire season, first season of Poopa than are in that. Bob, intro. write down the times, and I'll make a new intro. That means I have to go back and listen to more Poopa. Oh, you that, like it? Come must, on, you like listening to yourself suck. talk? We know. You know, I would, but the thing is, is I found a Dungeons and Dragons podcast that I absolutely adore, oh, yeah? and there's Which like one? Oh, there's it's called um, 
critical hit. And there's okay, over I have to do that one. There's over I've been listening to episodes. And I'm Nerd on episode poker. four. Kat's very angry. She's a very angry young woman. She Sorry, I, like I, I just noticed that. She's it's, very if you notice, it's every sixth word she's, is always capitalized. She's yelling at you. She is. Well, the thing <laughs> is, is when we were trying to do the, the rough test of this, she listened to the elevator music for about four hours. Ah. And, and it's not. It wasn't good. Yeah. It's, it's a wonder Ryan lived through that. So I got to hold a hummingbird this week. I saw. Aww. That was really cool. We got to hold a one and a half pound kitten. I, I did. Oh, she's so cute. Uh-oh. Our friend's little cat. I was going to say, you don't need a new one. No, it was our friend. Or Chuck would either. <laughs> would. Your dainty ballerina? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So Okay, well, cat has switched to lowercase, so I think that's the best we're going to get this evening. So I think we should mm-hmm. um, we should probably end the podcast. I I don't know if I'm capable of doing that. Because it's- Well, it's been a wonderfully awesome, amazing episode of Point of View Weekly. We hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I say episode at least five more times before we go ahead and close out this episode. I have been one of your gracious hosts, Robert. I am. Oh, he went for Robert. I was expecting. He hasn't been Robert since, since August of last year. Robert of Spellcast. Yes, because apparently that's my last name. Robert F. Spellcast. Spellcast. You were Robert F. Spellcast for about three episodes before you're like, what's the F stand for? I'm like, I knew what the F stand stood for. Someone else didn't know who the, what the F stood you for. You laughed when I said what the F stood for. That was well, you. you told me like immediately when, you know, whatever. All right. Ryan, just, just say just your name so you can go show. away. Ryan, present, leaving. <laughs> Suzanne. Ooh. Ooh. I don't have anything good. Danielle, sign up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And for those of you who are in the live chat, be sure to stick around for our very, uh, very entertaining, probably very brief uh, after show so that the feed will go through. And for those of you who are listening on your iPods or your devices, we will catch you next week. Until then, good night. Bye. Bye. Night. Now we run into that classic problem where the longer we talk, the longer we're dragging the feet on. And at some point we're going to have, we're going to get cut off in the middle of a sentence, no matter what well, we that, do. That's fine. And I think, I think that those who are in the live chat should know that. So Did we you just spell shelters with an A. Did I spell that wrong? That's not how you no. spell shelters. 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 Sounds like some kind of alien, like religious kind of like, uh, like, Religious night, the shelters. Do you love the cats or the shelters? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Is that like shelties? I meant the cats.